Hi. <laughs> this is Alex Sicken with the Vegan Bros Podcast, recording episode seven of season five. Um, this is an <laughs> exciting episode because um, we are announcing our affiliate, or I'm announcing the affiliation that we have with the No Name Nerd uh, brand. And we'll be talking about that. But uh, how's your week? We got some um, trips and stuff going on. <clears throat> yeah, uh, well, my week was was good. Um, I had a couple normal days after the last time I talked to you guys. And then Friday through Monday, I spent in New York, which is, uh, if anybody knows me, I'm in California. So it's pretty far away um, across the country. But it was really cool to get out. Um, I really haven't been many places since the whole pandemic started. So fun to get out and do something. I haven't been to the city in a long time. I used to go every year at least, uh, but for the last three years or four, I haven't done that. So um, it's just, it's nice to come back and just check some stuff out. It's amazing kind of what can change in a couple of years. There's some massive developments some big buildings um, on routes that I usually walk that are completely hmm. new and it makes sense that you can build them, you know, but just seeing the scale of them and you think to yourself, <laughs> wow, this thing is just, it's here suddenly because you haven't, because I haven't seen it in so long. So kind of fun to do that. Fun to get some good food. Went to a fancy boba place. Went to a place that does really good um, taiyaki ice cream cones, which are those Japanese kind of fish shaped treats that have the red bean paste. But here they do that where the fish's mouth is open and the fish becomes the ice cream cone and they put matcha soft serve in it or whatever flavor. So that was really an amazing huh. moment. <laughs> um, yeah, and then obviously I spent mostly I just spent time with my family there, but it was really great to be back to New York, and I miss it when I leave. Um, it, it's I, I love the hustle and bustle of it. And I love and everybody says that, but it's true. You know, I went out. I went out at I was it was like a little over midnight, and I was just walking down um, like Fifth or Sixth Avenue, all the way down uh, toward Chinatown, and you know it's what a relatively late time, and around small towns where, like where I live it's empty right but here's yeah. tons of people it's sort of it's as if it's seven or eight o'clock it's, it's the same thing people walking around and beautifully fashionable clothing really late having a good time nobody cares i mean I, I i i appreciate that aspect and i love walking in places where you can go two or three blocks and hear four or five languages from different people because there's just people from everywhere so that was pretty fun yeah we had a saudi arabian uh exchange student that thought that santa cruz was really boring at night because he's used to being able to go out at night and because especially from saudi arabia is probably people go out at night because it's cooler and stuff but yeah i mean everything's <laughs> relative I, I you know it just puts things in perspective when you go to a city and you come back to a place like santa cruz where it's nothing happens after eight or whatever. Or yeah. um, <laughs> you like, I sleep. Good time, but <laughs> it just means that you're not out walking around the street. I mean, you can be if you need to, but it's not like much is happening. Places. But, you go to Jade Street Park and Hong Kong. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been out at night very late walking around, but I'm just saying there's not many other people out at that time. Um, it does give me appreciation though for maybe, maybe it's my old age, but coming back from the city, I, uh, I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like you still can't beat California. Just coming, like, when I see palm trees, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm home. Okay, nice. Um, and they, you know, they don't really have a whole lot of that in New York. Was it a little trippy to travel and see so many people in this age? It really was. You know, I've spent so much time 
around only a few people. Like it's rare that I'm packed in and just, you know, being on a plane for that many hours, Hey, we're all masked and whatever. And nobody made a stink about that, but that was still felt strange, you know, being so close to a ton of people. And then uh, we went to a few restaurants and stuff and, in New York, they check all your vaccine cards at the door, so <laughs> that helps. So you can't get in places unless you're vaccinated. Um, or if it's a store, you ha- obviously you have to wear a mask. I mean, all these common sense things. But we all showed our cards and got in. It was, it was a, like a, a medium, small-sized restaurant. It was pretty full. And everybody else there felt pretty safe. So I didn't, I'm like, whatever, okay, we'll go in. And it, was, it felt awesome. I love going to restaurants and just the restaurant experience. And it was just for the first time in almost two years, I got to do that, so... Um, got some great soup dumplings and also mm. got to be around people without masks on. And that was in, felt weird, but good. I think the <laughs> vaccine rate is pretty high there too. Like there are a lot of people in the city. Yeah. It's not as much of an issue because a lot of people just immediately get vaccinated. So it felt, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that, I don't think it was much of a safety risk, but it was definitely, I, I envy the city again in that aspect. In a way they've gotten kind of back to normal. Everybody just puts the mask on in the subway or in a store. Other than that, they're all right. Mm-hmm. And I also miss the subway because even though I live in a small place with not many people, um, it's really convenient to be able to just get anywhere from anywhere. Almost, you know, if you're in, if you're in Manhattan or Brooklyn, you can take a subway and get really close to wherever you're going. Hmm. My week was kind of exciting, kind of mainly because I got the three new NFTs for free. <laughs> One of them is still in the marketplace because I can't really mint it to my wallet because it costs like $300 <laughs> to put it on the blockchain. Free. Yeah, I, I I have, I could actually sell the NFT. It's kind of weird because like right after I got it, I checked what people were trying to sell it for. And people were trying to sell it for like 10000 or $20,000. <laughs> And they they just got it for free, and they're trying to sell it for twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, some things are worth money be, for whatever reason. But it's funny when people go, "Hey, I they I have this. I want to sell it for this much money." It's like, no, you have to see if there actually is value in this before you just put on this insane price. Yeah, that said, like, oh, the minimum bid is ten thousand dollars. Like, okay, <laughs> they probably just didn't want like anyone to buy it. <laughs> I've done that before too. There are certain things, mostly with my own services. If I don't want to do a job really, I'll just say like what I think is a lot of money for it. And then I might not get the job and that's fine. But other, a couple but times- if you do get out, it, it's saying yeah, a couple times it's, it's bitten me because I'm like, I didn't really want to do it. And then they just said, oh yeah, sure, I'll pay that. And I'm like, okay. Like, well, okay, great. give Fantastic. me the money. I know, and I'm like, okay, well, it's now worth it. So it's okay. <laughs> but it's funny, as a, a little aside with money, um, when I was born, basically, my uncle set up this, um, some, he bought like some stocks or whatever for me a long time ago to do like a college fund thing. And because I'm going nowhere, I, I basically sold most of them off years ago and bought a camera. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a good camera. And I got like, I got a ton of work out of that. It was awesome. But nice. um, I guess one or two of them were, I, I never did that with. And so he's been getting, cause he was like, he set it up in my name or whatever. So he keeps getting those letters from the, companies and he i was at his house in new york and we were talking and he's like oh by the way i got these things in the mail and we checked there was like hundreds of dollars of like stock outstanding and i thought whoa this is like a gift so basically i'm just gonna sell it off and get a few hundred bucks but it was really funny how it's just been sitting there for years and i guess you know making a few dollars in uh, interest every or whatever it's called in 
however that works. I don't, I don't know all the terms, hence me not really dealing with it. But it was sort of like it almost feels like free money. I mean, probably, I guess it's taxed, but um, yeah, it's probably should have been used for college, but now it's going to be used for cameras and probably Jeez. bills to pay off clothes that I bought oh. that I can't afford. <laughs> so yeah, trees. It's good. Yeah, I had a normal, ordinary week. Went to nice. Chick Fil A six days and had uh, that Sunday. Shouldn't, that with... shouldn't be normal. Six days of the Chick Fil A doesn't sound like it should. Be. Like, I suppose for you it's normal, but <laughs> twelve hours like in one day. day work week. Uh, yeah. So I got Taco Bell Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. <laughs> Nice. It's exciting. Well, I I just really like the new burrito. So. <laughs> That's What's only that? reason why. What, what makes it good? Uh, it's like a double grilled cheese burrito, and the spicy one has jalapenos on top. Oh yeah, like, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Is it, so it's like cheese in the burrito. What else is in it? Uh, well, I got I get the vegetarian one, so it has like black beans and stuff in it. So. Oh, points for black beans. <laughs> what? Black. They're good. Fuck yeah, black beans. Yeah, I don't eat chicken, so. No, oh, what is this burrito called? Steak. It's kind of like the double grilled chicken or steak burrito. If you get black beans, it's black beans. So. Nice. Yeah. I'm just giving that a shout out. Well, it's just like the best thing i talk about now so I mean, if, if you ever want a good burrito for under four dollars go go to taco bell i haven't been to taco bell in like a super long time is the if you buy one burrito is that like a normal serving or do you really need like two to be full i usually you know, get like to, if you get a taqueria burrito those things are like thick you can get yeah there's a massive burrito. i usually get like so they regularly like taco bell burritos like this big uh like that and then i get like a compliment i get i get like a dollar burrito with it like fill me up so hmm. that's hmm. interesting and a bunch of D diablo sauce of course well uh yeah no name nerd is uh giving out nfts right now they they have ten thousand copies of them and on twitter if you do a few things you get a free one there's only they're only giving out 500 of these for free. I got one of them, and it's my first unique, like, one-of-one one NFT. I could share my screen and show you. It has to do with food, so <laughs> it kind of makes sense. I got two of these. I just barely got the second one. It's gone. And Alex died. Nice. We really love technology here. We're really good at using it. Yep. Oh, I, guess, yeah, I, uh, I suppose we can keep recording, actually, and just invite him back, right? I think he could that just join, right? I don't know if there's, like, an invitation. Uh, well, okay, I'll message him then. Sorry for this technical delay. Just a moment. He <laughs> just does be uh let's see here
Alex only likes Mac OS. Does he? Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's first, it is so easy to use. I can have a meeting open here and I can use other things and it's just he, working. I guess he just Great. doesn't know how to use it. So, well, it's, it is more about how, how you use it than what you're using. Life without walls. You don't need windows. Can, can we go back to that for a minute? I feel like that. To be 100% honest, I don't even know if that's real, but I'm pretty sure it's real. It was some sort of advertisement that was in a magazine or something, like I want to say maybe 20 years ago or a while ago. And it just said, Life with Windows, Life Without Walls. And it's like, no, if we didn't have fucking walls, we wouldn't need fucking windows. Did he those, not? Like, okay, so uh, Alex's computer, is what I'm guessing, was not plugged in because it died. Um, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, Next topic. We can hold this down until he's back. So yeah, we, definitely. I mean, yeah. do you uh, know much about the nominees in the Game Awards? Uh, you know, I haven't <clears throat> had a whole lot. Like I said, I've just been really busy for the last weekend-ish, and I've been working all day. So no, but I could I could figure that out real quick, probably. I could, I could click a link, and I could form an opinion. That's what I usually do. Yeah, I voted. Um... Definitely not game of the year to Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, I'm sure as hell I'm voting for Cyberpunk. Absolutely. Okay. Let's yeah. see here. Um, Vote now. I mean, That's... so the only games that I bought from all these games that are in the nominees are two games. Returnal and um, Metroid Dread. I haven't gotten it yet, but I bought it. So, mm -hmm. you know, you vote with the amount... Well, vote with your dollars, what they say. So, well, I paid for Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, would I guess that's the question. Would you consider Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven to be like a game of the year candidate, like nominee? Or... I mean, I don't know. I think it. I don't think. I think for most people, it will never lose the the t of having had the really bad launch. But I mean. Compared to some of these games, it's probably still a, a good, at least. It's not, maybe not great, but I, I haven't really played these. I mean, I feel like maybe I should vote for Resident Evil just because Lady Demetresque, but uh, I don't know. I haven't really played these. I've heard people were really into Deathloop. Um, I oh, okay. haven't heard much about Metroid Dread. I don't know about the other ones. I'm kind of surprised to see Ratchet and Clank there. I didn't know it was that good, but let's see. Best Game Direction. Yeah, I never even really looked into voting for these. You played Re Returnal, though, right? Yeah. Uh, at the time, before they updated, you had to basically beat it on one go because you couldn't have save states or anything. But they updated it, so now you can... Um... Why the hell is Cyberpunk not in best art direction? That's like the one thing it had going for it. It had a good music. It had, yeah, it had a good soundtrack. Oh, best score in music. Okay, absolutely, Cyberpunk. Yeah, uh, I, I listen so, to that soundtrack sometimes. Nothing mm. like walking of, around in a big city at night to that soundtrack. I guess the only reason why I voted for Metro Dread for the game of the year is because I bought it. So, I mean, like, I haven't gone out of my way to buy any of the other games. So, yeah. <laughs> you can totally vote for the person um, who played Lady Demetresque. That's what I, mean, I did. <laughs> I know, yeah, hell yeah. The the only the only other like people I didn't really even know, so I was like, whatever. Yes, games for impact, boyfriend dungeon. 
That's what I, I said. Like, I know Nick liked it, so I'm I put him up. Yes. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't really play the other ones, but I, I feel like the only other real contender would probably be Life is Strange because people really like that game, but I haven't played it and I did play Boyfriend Dungeon, so voting for that, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's funny because, like, when we first started the podcast, I was like, one of the first things we did was watch the Game Awards. Well, I did. And then, it's like, funny. Yeah. talked about it. Um, and the best ongoing, you know, what's absent from that is Overwatch because it's not one of it's the It's funny best because games. in all the topics, Overwatch is not in any of them. Not even the best esports event, best esports coach, or your best esport player or caster none of it am i surprised no am i probably because yes. they're boycotting blizzard i'm surprised did uh did that god what's that name what's the game called hades is hades in this or is that last year that was like last year was it was nominee it was close to game of the year last year i think it might have been like second up hmm. um yeah, so uh, what's this new affiliate uh, you wanted to show us with No Name Nerd? Yeah, we are affiliates with the No Name Nerd. I got this ad recently. Is it? Uh, it is. That's, oh, yeah, it's you. That's no cool. Name Nerd. <laughs> I would wear is it. Is it him or is it somebody who looks like him? Yeah, that it was my him. Face and- no, it's, yeah. it's someone that looks like him. Yeah. Basically him. Yeah. What? Um, I like I do like the sound of having free WordPress, so I might join the no name node. Yeah, non uh, WordPress is way better than Blogger and. Um, I look forward to, I feel like I'm thinking about making like a 2.0 of my blog and just having like bloggers stuff, like a separate RSS. I don't know how to get it off blogger, but uh, yeah, all my content is going to go through there. So actually have like a normal dot com email address or not email address um domain um yeah no name nerd is a community for nerds for gamers streamers like us and content creators um i was listening to the podcast and they the podcast talks about how to grow your following and not be dependent on platforms like uh, Mixer or Mixer. Yeah, thousands Isn't that of dead. Thousands of people established followings there, and then just disappeared, and they lost their following. Uh, I mean. Microsoft sponsored some people to move out of Twitch into Mixer and pay them a, a lot of money. So, I mean, for him, he actually benefited a lot. So That is true. Uh, I kind of remember hearing about that, but I don't hear about Mixer anymore at all. Well, yeah, it disappeared. So. Yeah. 
So there's a store that they have that has pretty has a good amount of products. It's pretty cool. Um, the CEO has been really into NFTs, and I got a few of them for free from him. I was going to show you the food one that I got. They have this collection of NFTs. It's my first, like, one of one NFT. All my other NFTs are, like, with multiple copies of them. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so if you go to um, followmystream.com slash Alex and Hicken, um, you could access the No Name Nerd uh, store from there, and the commission from that would be going to us as the podcast. Hmm. That's fun. Well, shared amongst the three of us. I asked Nick last time if we want to like all have separate affiliate accounts, but he said it. Probably oh yeah, 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 yeah. Not be about that. Not make much sense. Well, I mean, until we're making fat stacks, I feel like maybe just having it go to one thing and then using that to buy ourselves like a group treat once in a while is fine. As you know, <laughs> I'm, and yeah, if it starts coming, if we start reeling in the dough, then yeah, maybe we'll do that. But until then, I trust you to just make the best judgment for our uh, for our team here. Yeah. Yeah. But have you ever seen any streamers with like? Uh, jersey like a gamer jersey thing not other than just usually the only the only people that are wearing a jersey are usually um actual pro esports <laughs> gamers like they are in the esports league <laughs> yeah well uh, the no name nerd is kind of known for custom gamer jerseys so i don't know if it's they do have esports teams, so you might be interested. Well, I guess, I guess Nick and I should just sign up then. Yeah, you can make the Overwatch League team or maybe the not major leagues, but like minor leagues. Like, wow. Maybe the feeder, maybe the feeder team for the minor leagues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest here. We literally feed to the other team. Yeah, I mean, li literally just us feeding, like eating ourselves, food and watching. Yeah, we feed ourselves and watch Overwatch League. But I could see us being good at that. Yeah, we could be commentators. That's for sure. Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm good at having opinions and voicing them loudly. Yeah. Yeah, so you can check out the web website um, to learn more about No Name Nerd and join the community if you would like. Yeah, I'll totally look into that. I'll, maybe I'll put up a review of uh, my uh, copy of Pokemon when it comes in on Friday. That's yeah, the soon, community yeah. on Facebook is super nerdy and they have all these memes and stuff in him. I know what I don't any 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 type of meme is they probably fit well because everyone's I don't, over there. You know, I just don't go on Facebook though, you know. It's just like That's actually true. I haven't been on Facebook for years. Well actually no, I've 
Yeah, pretty much not for a really long time. Well, there's you know a, they also have a Discord, and they're on Twitter, but I don't, I don't know if it, the community is there. Kind of, I don't know. I, if I anything, noticed. I'd look at the Twitter community. So, um, yeah, the reviews already started coming for the Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes. Um, Are they positive? Yeah, they're positive. So. The lowest I saw was like a six, but they're all above seven, eight, some nines. Yeah, well, good. I mean, you you love that it's generation a... of games, so it'll be good oh, for yeah. you to play them again. It's uh, they call they still call it a fateful remake. Basically, it's like a one to one. I mean, it is. It's like a one to one exact remake with yeah. higher depth graphics. The only thing that and... like they you don't need eight gems now. They just like call random Pokemon to the wild for you to use so it's yeah i mean that's better like a really good quality of life improvement yeah they did improve the post game like you can re rematch the gym leaders and stuff so like if you rematch cynthia at her highest level <laughs> her guard is level 88 so nice <laughs> that's better that's, yeah that's awesome to have a good challenging pokemon game yeah so i'm, I'm excited, excited yeah I'm just, just I just finished the after. I just finished the semifinals uh on Diamond and no Sword and Shield. <laughs> and uh they're like in the forties. <laughs> it's like, oh I'm gonna be a champion, I only have level forty. I forget does, I, I don't say I played that game like a couple of years ago, but does the does do they go up in level at all or do they basically stay that low? Yeah, I, don't know. I, I think know. maybe Leon. Maybe like Leon has like a tournament or whatever. Isn't are doesn't Leon have like they're like the fifties, right, or the sixties? Yeah, I was gonna say, doesn't Leon's Charizard get up to like high fifties or something? Really? He's such a himbo. I think. Yeah, my Pokemon are in the sixties, and I was wondering, like, are we gonna? It seems like we're going to the champion next. Like, is he gonna be in the sixties or what? How powerful is he? He's undefeated. He has a really cool cape. <laughs> yeah. And really weird gym shorts. Yeah, so I'm excited for yeah. a challenging Pokemon game. I'm excited for having a what is that Pokemon? Uh Plip Plip Plop, yeah. I think we say Driftblim. That too. Name it Grape again. Yeah, I think he's one of your favorites. I well, name it Cerise. I think I still have that one. I should go through my games and see which Pokemon uh, I still have because I have a lot of questionable Pokemon. Questionable Pokemon. Hey, now that Alex is getting closer to the end of that game, maybe we should like, can we triple battle? Can we do like a two on one or something? A double? Like two pre two people that... two people send out one and one person sends out two. Can you do that? I don't. I think you might be able to. Or maybe, like, didn't they add actual triples or something where you could do, I don't know. Anyway, maybe we could uh, fuck it up a little bit in Sword and Shield. I haven't played that game in a while. Yeah. Alex has uh, some really good baby Pokemon, that's for sure. No, that was a previous uh, version. I don't I add in. No. One game, I beat the whole game with baby Pokemon. <laughs> it, was, what? it was a little more challenging than... Oh, I bet, yeah. Normal. I think he had, like... A munchlax. I think 
I forgot the one was surprisingly more powerful than the rest. Maybe it's like jinx baby form or something. Oh, smooching. Anything that's psychic is usually pretty good, <laughs> even if it's a baby. Yeah, so um, Friday this weekend, I'm probably going to be playing that on Sunday. Because you're going to be working on Saturday. All day, every Saturday. I, you know what I read is that uh, Christmas, is, Christmas is on a Saturday, so it's kind of good for you because you get Sunday off anyway. So you have like two days off in a row, guaranteed, because of the holiday. I know. Hopefully they close on Friday, which I think they probably won't, but it'd be cool. Hopeful. Maybe you can at least get off early or something. Christmas Eve. They should. I think they do close like at four o'clock. So. Hey, so that gives you kind of a mini break. Hey, it's like four o'clock and then a whole day and then a whole day off. So yeah, you can look forward to that. Nice. Guaranteed. Well, the topic I wanted to talk about is Nodal Cache. Nodal Cache is an app that I've been using for maybe on and off. For about like maybe a year, um, I have it running right now. It's a nodal cache. It's kind of a uh, weird on iOS because well, it does mine for you, but you have to have the screen on the whole time <laughs> in order for it to do even mining for you. <laughs> so mm. yeah. But uh, yeah, Nodal Cache is a network. And what it does is that it connects, your phone connects to other devices, Internet of Things devices, and supplies data to these Internet of Things devices through Bluetooth. This is for like big data crunching stuff like that. Well, Internet of Things devices needs data, and people that run these Internet of Things devices could pay Nodal for to provide data <laughs> to provide internet to their devices from these um, nodes. Each phone is a node. This uh, this blockchain infrastructure is designed specifically for phones, so it's more optimized. So I could actually do it instead of having a bunch of servers running Bitcoin. Um, well, not servers, but RTX. Four fifty or forty fifties or whatever, thirty eighties, whatever it is. I mean, yeah. It's funny though because uh, on some of the newest iPhones, the computing power is pretty serious. I mean, I don't know, like the a what a fourteen and fifteen in the last few years. That's like equivalent to a, a kind of a standard laptop or whatever. I mean, it's just a fast CPU. It would if you actually go full bore on those things, you can drain the battery pretty quick, but. Um, yeah, you know, it used to it used to the, it used to be the idea that oh, if we're running this on a phone, it's going to be, you know, not very fast. But if you're running on a, a relatively new iOS device, that's going to be a pretty fast CPU for you for you to use. Obviously, not as fast as a dedicated graphics card or or a farm of them, but uh, faster than you might expect for a phone. So it doesn't make sense, like what uh, what Nodal Cache is paying me for. 
I mean, it makes sense what what their thing is. It's, sounds like a lot of other companies, what they do is they get data. It's just this different kind of data. It's not personal data. They're selling just, uh, I guess, usage data for the internet things, like when you turn on a light and such. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so they've been doing some pretty... They've been, they don't really make much announcements, but they've been more active recently. Um, they're trying to, one thing they've been listening to the community is that it, they don't really, community members don't really see much progress. They don't see any, they're not accumulating much of the token. So they recently did a 10-way split of the cash, the token. So one token is now equal to 10, 10 of them. Yeah. So my my cash amount actually multiplied by 10 recently. <laughs> but if you split it, that doesn't make the that doesn't make the value any higher, right? You're just splitting the value into the smaller chunks. Yeah, it, it is worth 10 times less, but I'm still have the same amount, basically. I mean, it makes sense in a company share kind of thing where the value still retains kind of, but like in a token kind of different, I don't know. Well, yeah, these people are mining it and they want to see progress, but they can't because they're getting barely any. So that's why they the, they just added valuable. a couple of decimal, a, de a decimal down a couple of numbers. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's one announcement. But the second announcement that's kind of interesting because there's currently no value associated with this token. <laughs> and they've done a pre-sale before, but they announced another pre sale is coming up on the 22nd. I think they're preparing for uh, the launch of Polkadot because their nodal is built on the Polkadot substrate. Um, I think I also, I believe that they're going to be plugging into the Alcala uh, network that I uh, am part of the crowdfund of. So, so the value is assigned by who's going to assign value to it? Like, how does it gain value? Is, I guess, my question. Well, the reason why it doesn't really have value right now is because it's not connected to anything that it could compare itself to. <laughs> like when it's connected to Polkadot, it could be compared, it could tra be traded with Polkadot or traded with uh, ETH and all these different tokens. But since it's not connected to it, you can't really compare the value. But when, when the nodal blockchain is connected to ETH and stuff, you can see the demand for selling and buying of this token. And 
based on the demand, the value will be determined. Like if people are not willing to sell it for 10 cents, then it won't be worth 10 cents. If there's, if people are holding on to it and they are gonna sell it for like 10 bucks and people wanna buy it for 10 bucks for some reason, then it'll be worth $10. But it's probably not gonna be worth $10 because I get like one nodal coin for it like in a two hour period. <laughs> Oh, it could be worth ten. It could be worth ten dollars because ten dollars in two hours of work is. Have leaving on your screen as work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know, like where I would find value in that, but I guess to each their own, you know. Well, it is a passive income. If you just, well, for Android, you don't need to have a screen on because it's like smarter than the iOS. <laughs> it doesn't work unless the screen's on. <laughs> so you yeah, could I, just... they, I mean, they do disable that to like save battery and keep apps from doing random shit in the background. So That's I true. guess bug or feature, like in, the, in Android, you can have something <laughs> doing whatever it wants, whenever it wants. And then on your iOS device, it's like, it's not gonna let you just run. <laughs> it doesn't want a random app to be mining, mining cryptocurrency in the background without you knowing. Yeah. So it's kind of a feature in that way, but I guess if you do want it, it does suck. But um, I guess it's sounds also like a bug there. to me. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> I need to have my phone screen on the whole crypto. time. It's not really secure. Is, Anybody could just grab my phone and so just with it. Plug it in, I guess. Right? Yeah, that's what I do. I have it plugged in all day long on my laptop. I just mean like your one use case, but for the, every for like the, uh, hundreds of other millions of users. This the security thing is like they don't want some random app to get through the app store somehow and then cryptocurrency in the background without telling the user was, and then I feel like that happened recently. It probably does happen. Like that's what on that's Android right now is that yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that but it's not like for any benefit. Going, you can stop that by just telling things in, in iOS that hey, you can't go for longer than thirty seconds in the background without interaction or whatever. Because they get some time in the background. But I'm just giving you perspective that there's a reason for that. It's not just like it doesn't know. It's saying it's specifically you can't just do whatever you, you can't run because that's some that's computation. It's a lot of it. So destroy your battery if you just have it on the background and maybe you forgot or didn't know. So yeah. you, you are a smart person and would know, but like lots of random people might not know. And they would like try something once and then they'd be like, why is my phone battery dying so quick? Oh, because you had that one app once and now it's running in the background all the time. Mm. Yeah. Speaking about uh, running in the background, <laughs> Blizzard uh, is still, you know, getting a lot of fire in, from their employees. I think they had like a walkout again yesterday. I don't know how many of them actually work on campus. Could have been a digital walkout, but um, doesn't that mean they just like don't show up? Zoom, they just take that. Well, they probably wait. They probably just like don't go to work, right? They just like yeah, they just don't don't clock in, don't yeah. get anything done, stay home, sleep, enjoy yeah. your life. Yeah. So it's making a big at point. the same time, there's been a lot of like sketch between like the Blizzard CEO and I guess there was a co CEO at the same time that left recently because she wasn't getting as paid as much as a guy. What? 
Yeah. So come on, this is table stakes. Like, if they're doing the same job, pay them the same fucking money. I can't. It's it's I, really I mean, I know unfortunate because it's like it's ridiculous. I understand the um, patriarchal society that has created this, but it's still just like this is. Yeah. Just like have some fucking morals and pay people what they deserve. God, this is not that hard. Yeah, it's um amongst other uh, alleged like allegations that recently came up from other employees that um had like uh allegations that like one employee like to get paid more she wasn't paid more until like she got drunk and then like they raped her it was really bad it was really a lot of really bad things happen in blizzard that no one knows about um yeah but on the good yeah, side it's really really fucking bad i mean it's and it, though it makes you wonder obviously it's it's good when those things come to light because they should be punished by everyone when those things are when those things happen and they are let happen by leadership that should not be allowed but you know when it's probably happening every, almost everywhere you know every company's every big company probably has yeah. those problems because m- most big companies are run by men and most big, you know there's there's a, there's a lot of problems i mean every once in a while you there are women in leadership in lots of companies but still not not equal really to the amount of men right. so it's really it, it's just at first it sounds disturbing and then you think to yourself wow this is just this kind of a th- tip of the iceberg we, do, we don't even know how it's bad true, it is. Yeah. we're sitting here too as three men who are talking about it i mean it's not i mean really truly it's not it's hard for us to we can't say that we relate we can say that we try to understand but it's really really awful so it is i yeah. um i really hope that this kind of information can i hope that everything that happens with companies like blizzard can help in some way i really you know, yeah I, I, I don't know i can't say exactly what that's going to be but I, I really hope that it makes some sort of difference you know that maybe other companies realize wow, you know, we really should check what's going on in our own company. Because if there's something that comes out, even even if it's morally you should be doing the right thing because it's the right thing, even if other companies just go, wait, we don't want our stock to go down if something gets if something comes to light. Sure, yeah. No matter what it is, if they can at least make it better, you know, it should be, you do the job, you get paid the same amount, you know, like, this is, this is 2021, we should not be thinking about somebody's gender and whether they can perform a job. I mean, it's just... It's absurd. Yeah. So I get fired up about those things because it's just really. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, on the good, on a lighter note, I guess uh, Jeff Kaplan uh, has been praised Daddy. for Papa Jeff. He's been praised by uh, some female employees that he was like. Uh, I guess uh boss over saying that like um that he's like he was like acting like as she or to all the corporate bs uh that is coming through blizzard so um that's cool so he was he's kind of been i didn't read the article or whatever but he's been yeah helpful he's been helpful he's been an ally he's been on their side yeah so um yeah this lady i don't think it named her but um she she said like yeah uh jeff captain i always thought of him like as a good guy and yeah so they, he was spoken highly because he is um he was uh so he says right here uh okay it's on twitter it's tracy kendry says like uh 
His philosophy was to shield us from it, and that's why we have the good team we do. But now the toxicity is quite public, and many have left from the shock of it. So, well, that still makes me wonder what shield means. I mean, it's one thing to shield somebody from something, but it's another thing to actively fight against it. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not saying he did anything wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's it, it's good that he wasn't a huge part of the problem. That's for real. I mean, hey, you know, I I thought I, I already thought it was pretty cool. It was, it was fun to watch as a voice of Overwatch, but I'm glad that he's not been. I'm glad that it's like good he's information not came out and not bad information. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, you Overwatch at Blizzard production? Or... Yeah. It, yeah. It it's is. a separate team. They have teams, right? Like, all the studios have their own team. Like, uh, WoW has their team, and then you have Diablo has their own team. Some of them share members but the overwatch team has been kind of exclusively for overwatch they maybe took from wow from a couple people and then brought them in but when they work on overwatch i don't think they work on anything else at the same time um or they should be working on overwatch uh <laughs> well yeah, i mean they... i suppose it's like every other big company right you might have a company yeah. that makes you keep on working on it a bunch of stuff but you can have multiple divisions so right. you know, the people working on the iPhone are probably not making HomePods or whatever. Yeah, they don't know anything about audio design. I guess actually, that's probably a bad analogy because those people probably share some resources. But regardless, or you know, maybe I yeah, guess the better thing is so, a movie studio. You know, if, if Sony or whatever owns movie studios, they're different. Different subsidiaries are making different like Disney movies. Disney and Marvel, the same. Yeah, exactly. Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, all these things. They both and Star Wars are all sharing. Disney. Yeah, they're all Disney's. Disney's still receiving all of the money. <laughs> so, so like, yeah, Disney receives thing. all the money and all the rewards, and then all these teams get punished for being yeah, part of Blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just wanted. I read that article today, and I was like, "Wow, I'm glad Jeff Kaplan." I was like hoping. I was secretly like hoping he wasn't like part of the like the, the, the like by diabolical people there, you know. So. It was just, yeah, that's you just know, rough. Yeah, Overwatch seems to have a really good, healthy culture with all the voice actors and everything. The voice actors, voice actors yeah, it's completely cool. different. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't develop anything on the software, you know, but yeah. They're just entertaining and fun and seem like cool people. They, they like, keep Overwatch fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey Overwatch devs, if you want a new voice actor, I, I'm I'm free most of the time. So <laughs> yeah, he he can voice uh, the new cowboy. Yeah, or like something. Give me like a a, a cyber. I mean, I'm not that good with punk. accents, but I can I can play I can play like a Californian American pretty damn well. Oh, uh, Italian. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Australian, Italian, yeah. both. I've heard Australian. He's getting good. Is there an Italian Overwatch character? I mean, uh, not really. No, they, no, they have an Italian. No. They have yeah, maybe you should stick with Italian. Italy, so they already have be like the, uh, They should make an Italian like. Uh, did they? I guess they already have kind of. They should make a main tank because they have Sigma, who's Talon. It's a they big Italian a mafia man. Yeah, so just like basically reskin Reinhardt to an Italian daddy and make him, you know, and give him like. Uh, I don't know. A, a pizza. Gun. Spaghetti. A, a pizza shield. Perfect. 
Yeah. Uh, any other uh, comments on Overwatch and Blizzard? I feel like that whole thing was so. Well, was is 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 such a still going on. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to say because without knowing all the details, it's just as a ca- as, well as a casual fan of Blizzard and a pretty strong fan of Overwatch. I don't really know what to say. I mean, it's it's all so much of what I read is pretty bad. And I don't like hearing it. And it makes me think, hey, here's a company who I originally thought was pretty great for creating this game. I believe that most of the developers are probably still pretty great. But it really, it does change. It makes me think less of, like, the company overall. You know, if, yeah. I don't know if it's ever happened with some companies. You hear something about them. Or with a person in your life. I've had people in my life who I thought I, my interaction, interactions with them were normal or they were positive. And then I learned something about sure. them that makes me think what Why? the fuck like how are how are <laughs> you the way you are it's amazing and then i go wow well, i can't unhear that now i know that this is what you believe or this is what you've done i you know no matter what i thought of you before it's really hard to look past that and so part of me that's a little bit with blizzard i used to think hey as a fan of overwatch great you know blizzard's cool they make but now now my opinion is blizzard's a really troubled company that happened to have made some really great games even though they've abused their female staff terribly or some of them so yeah. i don't know it's it's oh, as my as my nine-year-old cousin would say it's kind of sus <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i i had another topic that's game related i don't know if we really need to go into it but uh i, I thought it was really funny that last year, Cyberpunk 2077 was like the failure of the year, right? And then this year, we have something coming to another huge company, Rockstar. That's the same thing. Uh, not as... Probably worse. Take that. It's not just Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. So, Alex, you know, like, there's the three games in GTA, right? There's Vice you City, know how Cyberpunk was, right, Alex? Come on. <laughs> GTA yeah, 3. Awesome. Okay, those games are like classics now like you grew up seeing like people play and then you get desensitized and then you play and then you just like okay well i guess this is life right so mm-hmm. uh, gta is a classic you don't want to mess with that right like basically what they did on all platforms is they took down all the old games of gta and then they, they released this trilogy pack that has all three of them for 60 bucks they call it the definitive edition, but they were ported over, and the company that helped Rockstar port it over did a terrible job. <laughs> so you can't get back the original good versions. Uh, if you had PC until Monday, you had no access to it because it was revoked. Uh, you bought the game, you couldn't get it refunded. Um, there's just a lot of errors, a lot of glitches, poor frame rates on the Switch version. Terrible was... frame rates, yeah. Yeah, it's from what I've read. the worst launch in history, I would say. Um, yeah, I mean, it, makes, yeah. it puts things. In, I mean, I don't. I haven't read all the details. I've been meaning to watch. Uh, Digital Foundry has a video, kind of going through a lot of the issues. Which I love their videos. They're really technical and great. Um, so I've been meaning to watch that to get some perspective. But I haven't watched it yet. But yeah, what I've read is that it goes the frame rate frame rate can dip down terribly, and it has a lot of problems. And um, 
it, that's too bad. I think as a Cyberpunk 2077 apologist, I'm a little bit like, oh, look, hmm, <laughs> uh, if you were trying to play this, maybe you should play Cyberpunk instead because it's a real fun game. <laughs> but I, it is funny to me because the, the idea of a game in 2021 running worse on a on a modern system than it did at launch is it's pretty messed up. That's that's a pretty big failure if you think, hey, before we ship this game, maybe we should play test this a little bit. Let's let's check our frame rates. Let's check our graphics. Let's check our um, what, what do we have any glitches happening here? Do we have anything that we might want to change? Oh wait, it's fucked. I I don't know. I mean, you think somebody games... in the chain would have just noticed that? We released on PS2. We are on hardware that play PS2 games portably now, but they can't play it in the same frame rate for some reason. Hmm. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, well, one of the things that I had read um, is that I think that the the new versions were kind of an amalgam of the the mobile ports. I'm assuming iOS yeah. and Android have these games, and then an updated sort of graphics updated graphics, updated engine or whatever it is to give them new things like lighting and maybe weather and all these other effects. Yeah, I think the, the rain is terrible. I've heard that it's it was unplayable because it's still really bad. Um, <laughs> but maybe there was, and, and I don't even think that starting with a mobile game is a, a bad idea. I just think maybe no. whatever they did, it might be bad for it. I don't know what happened, but regardless, it's kind of weird to see a fumble like that because in a way, Rockstar sort of, they really are in the like pro- CD Projekt Red in which They've made so many good games. You know, they, they're coming off the high of uh, Red Dead 2, Red Dead 1, uh, true, GTA yeah. 5. All these games are incredible games. Like, honestly, for what they are, almost perfect, you know, in, in, as, as, it, as it could be. And then you come to this and you're just like, what? What happened? And I guess maybe they, what, they had a, another studio kind of develop it for them or do the remake. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's Grand Theft Auto. You're going to associate that with that's with the studio that started it. I, I don't know. I'm just a little bit. It is funny. People, it's, it's lightning struck twice in that way. You know, you had a failure sort of like Cyberpunk, and now you have this game, this collection. Granted, this is a remaster of older games, so it's not as high stakes maybe as like if GTA 6 comes out and it's as buggy as <laughs> Cyberpunk, that's going to be worse. <laughs> but it's still interesting to see how many problems yeah. there have been with this re- relaunch or remake of this, the GTA games. Yeah, like imagine if <laughs> Diamond and Pearl were like just buggy and everything was like terrible. Like you would not hear that at all from the Pokemon company or to the Pokemon company. So like we don't hear that because it's just a Pokemon stuff. game and it's fucking simple. Right? right? I mean, Pearl, but like same thing for know. Rockstar. It's the same thing. You just point it over and make sure the bugs don't like break the game. It's not that I hard. Mean, we are not game developers and we don't know <laughs> how hard this would be to do but it is kind of true in a way that like if you had this game figured out and for the ps2 and then you made more versions for later consoles already that work fine i mean there there are harder things there are harder games to make than remakes of beloved old games i mean you know like i'm sure grand theft auto 6 is going to be harder to make than these remakes yeah it's probably why they probably are work they're for sure working on a GTA 6. There's no way they haven't started working on it. Um, I wonder where it's going to so, be. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. They've done, they've done like fake New York. They've done, I think they've done fake San Francisco and Miami yeah. and fake LA. I wonder if they're going to just move on to something like fake Chicago or be boring in America or if they can finally give us like 
think Tokyo or L- maybe London just, would be good. I don't know. I yeah, big London. When it, that's kind of what they did for that one um, hacking game. Wasn't that London? Watchdogs. Yeah, the new one, Legions. Oh, I don't know about Legions. Well, the original one was set in Chicago, wasn't it? I thought it was since no Watchdogs Two was um, San Francisco, right? Bay Area. Probably. I don't remember all the details. Yeah. I just know that, again, it's sort of like either real or alternate real cities. Um, it'd be, I'm curious what they're going to choose for GTA 6 because GTA 5, I feel like it just completely nails LA and California completely. Like you drive up the coast in that, and it looks exactly like driving up the coast of California. I mean, and, and LA, it, it feels, I've only been to LA a couple of times, but I've, I've lived in California forever. It, it just feels very real in that way. So I'm curious how they're going to remake another region or place. Hmm. Yeah. Be interesting. So uh, I guess Nick had some interesting stories from uh, Egypt. You weren't there, but I've heard stories. (laughs) So for my topic, I didn't have, because of my busy week, I've not had a whole lot of time to prepare many interesting topics, but... This headline. Uh, let me just let me just read this. Hundreds stung as extreme storms unleash scorpion plague in Egypt. So what happened was, I guess there were some extreme storms, lots of um, lots of rain. I think possibly, yeah, rain rainstorms and snowfall blowing across the city of Oslo wow. over the weekend. And one thing, you know, you think already those storms have caused damage from the storms themselves. Yeah, you know, all kind, you know, storm damage that happens. And yet, on top of this, the storm has driven out a plague of scorpions because the scorpions cannot stay where they are if they have burrowed underground or wherever they are. They they come yeah. out because they don't want to drown. And when scorpions come up, where do they go? They go everywhere. And scorpions fuck you up. So, um, huh. apparently, 450 Aswan residents have been stung over the weekend, and three of them dead, as of the writing of the article I was looking at. Huh. Fucking terrible. Um uh, we don't really know the breed of the scorpions that were terrorizing everyone, but uh, I just think that's it. The reason I thought it was interesting is because a lot of people, we all know that extreme weather is is itself problematic, but there's also these things that we don't really consider when it comes to extreme weather. You, Everybody always thinks about the snowfall, about the rain, the flooding, or in terms of heat, you think about um, the dangers of going out in the heat or droughts and water supply. But it's going to be even more than that. And in places like this that have a scorpion population, um, you know, I just uh, I thought it was interesting. And a, a little comical just because scorpions in themselves are so funny as as animals. You know, scorpions stinging people is a little comical, but it's not comical when people are dying. So that's pretty, I don't know. You know, it takes it takes this whole angle of here we're luckier you know in some places if, if there's a storm surge we have to deal with a flood it messes things up and then we can be all right but where i live i'm not going to be worrying about scorpions stinging me after a rainfall or wherever so uh, i just thought it'd be interesting to point that out what happened um all these scorpions huh. i'm not sure how long that's lasting i think the article that i'm reading says a couple of weeks of heavy rain and thunderstorms have been pounding wow. Egyptian um, cities. Cairo and Aswan have power lines cut, trees felled, and countless streets flooded over. So, um, 
Yeah, when you're when you live in a place that doesn't usually have that much water, having a ton of it flood into where you are really can be terrible. So I hope that a whole bunch more people don't die from those scorpions. At least, you know, hopefully people recover well from their scorpion stings. But uh, what a crazy thing, you know, you go into it already, already fearing the flood that's going to happen, and then you, on top of that, you have to deal with a plague of scorpions. So. Um, Thought, my thoughts go out to these people. Hopefully, that hopefully, hopefully they survive the scorpions as well as they can. Hopefully, yeah, there's was, enough. Yeah. I was in Jamaica when uh, it wasn't called Hurricane Gustav, but it was Hurricane Gustav eventually. It was this top drop oh, storm nice. when it went to Jamaica, and uh, I had to worry about like sealing the windows and the doors so water wouldn't get in, but. <laughs> If we had like another some pest coming in, I mean, on top of that, I mean, yeah, imagine all these scorpions running around. I don't really know where the, I'm curious. What I didn't read is whether they show up in your space, in your home, or if it's sort of like you're outside. Probably. I mean, I guess they go anywhere. I, I just don't know much about the behavior of scorpions, but uh, yeah, I wonder if the, it was just like the idea that they could be near you is it's more than it keeps me from really wanting. <laughs> Want to live in a place where there's common scorpions I mean, all the time. I seen a pair of scorpions in my day living in Bolivia. I wasn't scared of them. I was just like, okay, I just put them outside and they're done. But like, imagine if it was just you walk outside and there's just like a bed of scorpions outside. Like, what would you do? I would close the door and go back inside. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, I don't know how these storms affected them. Let's get some gasoline and a torch. That's yeah, just I'd, I'd deal with it. Let it burn. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's the scorpion update for today. That's a scorpion <laughs> topic for the week. Um, I have uh, a classic uh, astrophysics topic. Um, this is, they say it's a mysterious barrier. I think it's mysterious because they don't know if there's actually a barrier there that actually does block anything but the these researchers the chinese they've been observing like through the center of the milky way that um it seems to be towards the center a um some kind of like area that when the rays come through it like accelerates them but certain hmm. rays that go through it slows them down. I, it's it's interesting. Um, so inside the center of the galaxy, it's a bunch of cosmic stuff going on, rays and lights and whatever happens. Probably a black hole. Uh, but uh, what they refer to it here is they call it a cosmic sea uh it's like a magnetic field uh and yeah uh in the center this one has a cloud of interstellar dust and hydrogen gas they call it the cosmic racy uh the team used a fermi large area telescope um so they analyzed gamma ray bursts and solar flares. But other rays that uh, 
weren't stopped by the barrier slowed down and then were sped up as it passed through the cloud. So they believe there's something like a particle accelerator at the center. I don't know. It's crazy. But yeah, yeah there's probably some crazy magnetic alien waves. Alien civilization in the middle. Yeah. Aliens is always the answer. Crazy <laughs> technology. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're just not I guess they're saying they're not ruling out that um could have like remnants of a supernova or I'm not gonna say it's aliens, but it's aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that that I I think it's cool that we've keep finding like a bunch of different things we don't understand everything about. So like like most of the time you talk to a scientist and they're like, Oh yeah, I don't know what that is. It's like okay. Mm-hmm. But and then like when they come across things we don't know about, it's just like I feel like, yeah, has there's something that we both don't know. How about that? Um yeah. so yeah, something something to think about. I frequently get emails from uh, Netflix and they say, don't you want to finish UFO alien encounters that you started? (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I was like really out of my mind. And I started that like one time five months ago. I watched 20 minutes of it and fell asleep. And now they're bugging me every week and telling me to finish it. So aliens. Don't you want to finish The Witcher for the tenth time? Oh <laughs> yeah, sorry. Right, let me start that again. Have any of you checked out the videos? Didn't De- isn't Demi Lovato have like a show on aliens? What? Does she? I I mean, she would. I she's one of those people that would like totally believe in that. Is she the one in that series, she's... the Hulu series that has a couple other famous actors and it's like a murderer on their in their building or something? I don't know. Demi Lovato's gone up and beyond, you know. Come on, Teletubby, teleport me to Mars. Uh, yeah, um, that was my final topic. And uh, do you have any last words? Let's <laughs> talk to you later. I'll see you, okay. Demi Lovato, alien. <laughs> let me just Google Demi Lovato. Well, let me uh, near the, this term. <laughs> if you don't Google, if it's not Google, if you don't use Google, come on. Yeah, I don't use Google. <clears throat> I mean, it's like. When you like, there's a uh, bunch of articles that talk about it, but it doesn't say anything about a show. So is she like Scientologist now or something? Maybe she, maybe she is just an alien, like uh, Mark Zuckerberg or something. Huh. Well, he's a lizard person. That's kind <laughs> reptilian, of right? Right. Yeah, he's, he's a shapeshifter. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Yeah, I've seen my movie about that. It's- I have too. I watched that fucking that weird fucked up star show about that, which was it was like hot but fucked up. 
Wasn't it called like American something or what was that show called? It had Avon like or whatever his name is. American was American Apocalypse now. Apocalypse now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now Apocalypse. It was like a good show, but also really weird. It was made by a director who's known for his strange things, but um we're digressing. So anyway. I yeah. think that could be a topic uh, for a different show. Different time, different same day. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Okay. I will talk to you guys later. Bye.